Inball Productions presents Become. Written and directed by Adam Zof. Starring Odd Andrews, Kelsey Campbell, William Barreto, Douglas Thornton, and Charlie Baker. For a full list of credits and to enjoy other Pinball Productions, visit pinballproductions.com. Episode 1. Scent. Behind a motel, a muscular figure covered head to toe in black picks up a large garbage can, empties the contents, and takes the can to the motel ice machine. They pick up the entire ice machine and fill the garbage can with ice. They enter the nearest motel room and dump the ice into the bathtub and turn on the water as cold as possible. The figure begins removing clothing as on TV, helicopter news footage of a strip club robbery rolls. On the motel bed, $15,000 in loose bills. On TV, a grainy security camera clip of a figure covered in black jumping entirely over a car and bounding away at beyond human speed. The figure gets in the bathtub. Loose, coarse black hairs begin to rise to the surface of the water. Two different construction crews play softball. One crew's owner, Ben Canelo, waits to hit. Ball four. The hitter in front of Ben jogs to first, loading the bases. Time, ump. Ben. Roland, I'm not doing it. Come on. Just a touch? I said no. New hitter up. Let's go, fellas. Ben walks to the plate. Down by three. Bases loaded. Could really use a home run, Ben. Ben steers Roland down, then grips the bat tighter. Sounds begin to amplify. Ben's pupils dilate. Go, Daddy! Ben relaxes. He swings and pops up to the infield. Batter out! That's game! Ben jogs back to the dugout. You're no fun, Benjamin. No fun at all. Players grab their gear and file out of the dugouts. You lost, Daddy. We did, but we got to have fun and that's all that matters. Good game. Not really, but whatever. Hello, Mrs. Canelo. Hello, Roland. Say, you guys coming out to Mullins with us? No, we've got to get Charlie home. Already past your bedtime. Right, honey? Maybe. Maybe? Definitely. Um, actually, I was thinking I might go for a bit, just to grab something to eat. Last game of the season. Oh, okay. Um, sure. Just... Yeah, you know, totally. Just a bite. Well... Then I'll see you at home in a bit. In a strip club, a beer and a soda hit the bar. How long are you going to keep this sober bullshit up? I don't know, the rest of my life. She's not here, Benny. Live a little. I hate lying to her. All you do is lie to her. You got the big lie. Now you got this lie. You're pretending to have a drinking problem. I didn't even know that was a thing. It's just a cover story. I don't have a lot of options for my situation. But where does it end? You eventually join the priesthood or something? You have to live, man. What's your therapist say? Can't let the balloon fill up too much or it pops, right? Your balloon looks pretty full to me. At a red light, Roland does a line of coke. Ben swigs mouthwash. Mouthwash after two beers. Marriage seems awesome. The light turns green. A figure in all black darts across. What the hell was that? Yeah, being covered in mouthwash won't tip her off that I drank. Come on, you saw that! Saw what? I was too busy trying not to eat the glove compartment. Someone ran right out in front of me, I swear! Yeah, sure. Maybe no more coke till you get home.
Ben slips into the bedroom. Seeing Mary's eyes closed, he heads into the bathroom and starts the shower. Mary's eyes open, and in them, everything between them. Ben enters the kitchen and turns a stove burner on. Hey, hey, who's excited for their first day of school? Let's get some breakfast going. I'm going to make you something really special. Daddy! Ben turns. Charlie is eating cereal. Mom already took care of it, I guess. She's out back, working. I see. Well, we should get a picture then. We already took one. Uh, okay, no worries. How about I saddle up and have some chat with my favorite kid? So how are you feeling? Nervous. What are you nervous about? I'm scared of the other kids. Well, I guarantee they're nervous too, just like you. Really? Yeah. New school. Everything's new for everybody. But being nervous, scared, it can be a good thing. It's just your mind getting you sharp, ready for action. That doesn't make sense, Daddy. Well, it will. Oh, and uh, hey, buddy, how about we go with Dad and Mom from now on? You're going to big boy school now. Okay, Daddy. I mean, Dad. Ready to go, honey? Yeah, Mom. Mom? A construction site. Ben and Roland walk a couple through their half-finished house. Windows and doors? Started yesterday. Joe says he'll be finished by the end of the week. We've got rough electrical, plumbing, HVAC next week. Yep, good to go. AC unit is in route. Things seem to be progressing nicely. Water drips on the blueprints Ben is holding. Roland? Yeah, I've been meaning to talk to you about that. Rained last night and, well... We were thinking we'd like to keep the weather on the outside of the house. A sound plan. Can you give us just a second? Ben pulls Roland aside. What's going on? It's that Lou guy and his crew. They're working on roof and siding, or they're supposed to be. Roland motions to a subcontractor, Big Lou, who stands six foot four and 300 pounds. <sighs> and I'm going to guess that what siding they've managed to put up is as quality as the roof? Is there a problem? No, sir. Nothing out of the ordinary. Uh, we just have to finish the roof still. It looks finished, just... Shoddy. Nah, this is just... A temporary roof to keep the site dry. Somewhat. We were prepared to make a progress payment today, but it looks like you guys need a little bit more time. Actually, we need the progress payment in order to lay out the cash for the electrical and plumbing. Then I guess you guys need to make some progress. Water drips on her blouse. This is silk. Ben looks back to Big Lou and his crew, his frustration rising. In a church basement, a stained coffee maker, dusty pamphlets, and cracked linoleum tile. Folding chairs sit in a circle. Ben slides his back a few feet. Alcoholics Anonymous is a fellowship of people who share their experience, strength, and hope with each other that they may solve their common problems. And I never thought I'd want to turn down a drink. That feeling of otherness inside me wouldn't be denied. Not by me. Not on my own. And that's what you all give me. Freedom to just be me without that feeling inside. <sighs> Thanks for letting me share. Would anyone else like to share? He looks to Ben. Anyone who hasn't already? Ben takes out a yellow court card and puts it in the donation basket going around. Later, Jerry signs the card. You know, you gotta be here anyways. You might as well try to get something out of it. Oh, I am getting something out of it. I'm getting closer to never having to come back here. Ben takes the card and walks away. In her office, Dr. Janet Black guides Ben through meditation. Inhale. Exhale. In with life. Out with stress. So, uh, how's the deck? 
We barbecued and had margaritas the other night. It was sublime. You really did a great job. Just trying to hold up my end of the bargain. Well, I have my work cut out for me. On that note, emotional seismograph. Lay it on me. There was one spike. A work thing. Someone isn't doing what they're supposed to, and it's costing me money. Well, we've talked about proper anger. Normal human expression of displeasure. Did you say anything? Not yet. It's still elusive. Controlling it. I feel normal emotion well up. Like it should. And then the... the thing grabs me into its territory. No matter what state of emotion you're in, you're not a thing. Well, I'm not me. I'm not someone else. I'm something else. Let me ask you. Are you a thing when you're hungry? When you're tired? When you're aroused? That's different. How? I can't run 40 miles per hour because I have a heart on. <laughs> you need to accept that part of you. You, not a thing. What if I don't want to? What if it's not about what you want? What if it's about what's best for you? Acceptance of what is, is healthy. I don't get a choice in my own life? My own existence? It can be hard to face that we don't have complete free will. But that's not unique to you because of your condition. That's life. Reality. That's what you want more of, right? Reality? I guess I just want a reality I choose. Not one forced upon me. You can choose. Recognize the power you have to accept what you can't change. And change the things I can. God, you sound like the circle jerks. I know you don't belong there. But it's still human beings being human. Sharing of themselves, connecting. That's good for you. Later, a metal door is closed. A television is wheeled in front of a window. Images of war, murder, and other horrific violations of humanity play. Ben takes it all in, as through the window, Dr. Black observes. Ben has pork chop dinner with his family. Then we all sat in a big circle, and we had to say our names, and one thing we liked, and one thing we didn't like. And what did you choose? I said I like my mom and dad, and I don't like it when they fight. We don't fight. We discuss. But good answers. Time to pray. Hands, baby. I've decided I don't believe in God. Oh, stop. Close your eyes. Why is that, buddy? Ben, let's just... Because I can't see him. Well, let me ask you this. Can you see love? No. Then how do you know it exists? Because I can feel it. So, things you can't see can be real. I guess. So, maybe God is real. Yes. See? Daddy's... Dad. Dad's right. God is real. Now hands. Ben squeezes Mary's hand and smiles. She just looks down. Bless us, Lord, for these gifts we are about to receive. A local 70s-era casino. No glitz or glamour, just cigarette-burnt carpeting. Player has 12. Player hits. Player has 21. Diller has... 19. Woo! I told you. I told you I'd get you back. Back to even with some despair. Now give it up. Dr. Black gets up, but pauses. Staying or going? Janet, 
Come on. Dr. Black begins yanking strands of her hair out. <laughs> ben reads to Charlie at bedtime. And the walrus in the Winnebago, and the bear that loved bagels, the turtle in the tuxedo, the eagle from Oswego, the tiger who played tennis, and the duck named Dennis. Dad, I think I'm too old for stories like this. But this is one of your favorites. You're growing up, huh, buddy? Yeah. Do you and Mom still love each other? Of course, bud. Why would you ask that? Because I can't feel it. Well, I can. Forever. Just like how I love you. So, you too old to check for monsters? Ben gets down and shines his phone light under the bed. Charlie hangs his head over the side. All clear? All clear. Ben gets up and opens the closet. All clear? All clear. Looks like we're monster free. What if there's a monster we can't see? I don't feel any. Do you? Nope. Then we're all good. Good night, buddy. I love you. Night, Dad. Ben walks out of Charlie's room to Mary coming up the stairs. <laughs> hey, you got me. Oh, sorry. Just finished up. Really? Can I see? It's late. A converted greenhouse filled with Mary's abstract paintings. A giant canvas covered in wet red and black paint. Ben takes it in. Do you like it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, I love it. It's really uh, cool. Cool? I mean, y you know I don't really, you know, get them. But uh, I, I see them. I just don't really know art and stuff. I know, but there's nothing to get. It's just an experience. Like a feeling, I know. What were you feeling? What do you think I was feeling? Ben looks at the moody night in blood-colored canvas. I love you. I love you too. Outside Mary's studio in the untouched forest that lines their backyard. Six months prior, at a red light, Ben sits in his work truck. Through the rear window of the car in front of him, he sees a couple arguing. The light turns green, but the couple doesn't notice. Come on. The man driving in front of Ben stares back, then peels out. Real tough guy. Ben drives on. The couple keeps arguing until the male driver punches his girlfriend. Jesus Christ. Ben grabs his phone. The guy hits her again as she tries to fight him off. Ben's grip around the steering wheel tightens. Hairs start to grow from the back of his hand. 911, what's your emergency? Another punch. Ben looks in the rear view. Hello? His pupils dilate. 911, Then turn yellow. <laughs> Free from her boyfriend, the girlfriend runs away. Ben comes too. He looks in the rear view. His face is covered in hair. No choice. Ben whips open the driver door and sprints into the dark surrounding woods. Hello? Hello? We're going to have to track your location. Back in the present, workers lower a giant air conditioner off a truck. Roland barely touches it. Here we go, boys. Easy now. Don't strain yourself, Roland. Good point. I'll let you guys take it from here. AC all set. You're welcome. My hero. Now, go tell Big Lou to finish the siding and the roof so we can install it. You know, I would, but my back kind of flared up bringing that baby off the truck. Oh, did it? Yeah, probably should get some heat on it. Or some ice. Some heat and some ice. I'll take care of it. 
Hey, Lou, what you got there for lunch? Tuna fish. Heck of a fish. Can I talk to you for a second? Big Lou stands up, towering over Ben. The roof and the siding, they're holding us up. Yeah, well, uh, these are intricate jobs. You want them done right? It takes time. It's taken time. I've got other guys waiting on your guys to finish. Maybe you need to make some changes. My guys are the best of the best. Gonna need you to show me. Or maybe I can just jump up on the roof and finish it myself. Save myself the pay? (laughs) We have a contract. And you need to honor it. We have a contract. Big Lou puts his catcher's mitt of a hand on Ben's shoulder and squeezes. How about you leave my field of expertise to me? The expert. Ben stares at him. Fair enough. In a bank, Ben hands a teller a withdrawal slip. You're aware this will only leave? Yes, I'm aware. In a different bank, Ben waits, holding one of his son's superhero backpacks. Mr. Nelson, a suited banker in his early 50s, approaches. Mr. Canella, so good to see you. Mr. Nelson, how are you? Another day above ground? Who can complain? Would you like some water, coffee, orange juice? The regional office said orange juice was too costly an expenditure, so I started bringing it in myself. Some things aren't about money. That's very nice of you, sir, but uh, I'm fine. You should have some. Mr. Nelson looks at Ben. Ben takes a bottle of orange juice. Let's step into my office, shall we? Inside Mr. Nelson's office. A money counter finishes on $3,748. Curious. I'm a little short. Oh, this isn't a mistake. It's a work. The job is going slower than anticipated, and it's holding up payment. I see. Is this an issue that can be rectified in a timely manner? Yes, I think so. You think? It will be. I had to hire a crew I wasn't familiar with. I just have to figure it out. Perhaps this is a situation I could be of assistance with. No, no. Uh, Thank you. Thank you. But I I can take care of it. Very well. You've been a sterling customer heretofore. How about we say four days? Would that be enough time to secure the remaining balance of $1,252? Yes. Excellent. How is your wife? Child? They are great. Yeah, they're good. They're great. Great. Back in the church basement, Ben scoots his folding chair back. A foot stops it. You've only got two more of these, and I ain't letting you get out of here without participating. I'm, uh, I'm not, uh... I won't sign the paper. Ben stares daggers at him. How's everyone doing today? Pretty good if you're here, right? Better than the alternative, that's for sure. Ben waits next to an Uber, as other parents wait next to their own cars. Ben leans on the car, acting like it's his. The Uber driver takes exception. Can you not lean on the car? I'm not doing anything. Can you not do anything while not leaning on the car? Ben stands up straight. The school doors open and kids come running out. Charlie beelines to Ben with another kid. Dad! Dad, I made a friend! That's great, buddy. Hi, uh, friend. Hello, sir. My name is Kyle. Well, hello, Kyle. You are very polite. Uh, you can call me Ben. I'm Kyle's mom, Elisa. Oh, hi, uh, Letha. That's that's an interesting name. Can Kyle come over to play? Uh, well, I don't know. Maybe. If 
that's okay with his mom. Sure. Excuse me. Ready to go? Uh, my car's in the shop. I could give you guys a ride. Aletha pulls her SUV into Ben's driveway. Thanks, Mom. Charlie? Thanks, guys, Mom. Can I come inside? Uh oh. Uh, um, yeah, well, I mean, I'm actually, I'm actually married. <laughs> what I mean is my husband and I always make a point to get to know Kyle's friend's parents. See where he's spending time. Right, right. Of course. <laughs> that makes sense. I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> no bother at all. Ben shows Alita around the house. Your house is beautiful. Thanks, I built it. You did not. I did so. That's what I do. You shouldn't have told me that. All I can think of are all the home improvements I'd love to make. Well, our rates are reasonable. I'm sorry, uh, I should offer you something? I'd love a glass of wine. Oh, uh, sure. Yeah, I think we have something in the fridge. Yeah, yeah, here, here we go. You're going to make me drink alone? Ben looks out to the greenhouse and doesn't see Mary. He reaches for another glass. You know, I wanted to ask you something. Mary walks in from the front. Hey, Ben. Oh, hey. Ben slyly drops the second glass in the trash. Hey, hi. This is uh, Kyle's mom. Hi, I'm Mary. Uh, Kyle? My son. He's in Charlie's room playing. I'm Elisa. Nice to meet you. Charlie made a friend? Charlie made a friend. Oh, that's great. I'm sorry to interrupt. You were asking Ben something. You know, I totally forgot what I was going to say. I actually should take advantage of Kyle being occupied to get home and get some to-do lists done. You mind if I come get him in a little bit? Uh, no, no, no. It's, it's okay. We'll watch them. Great. You can finish this for me. Uh, he's, a. Uh... Mary would love to, I'm sure. Moments later, through the window, Aletha pulls away. What happened to, if I don't pick up a bottle, I won't drink? She asked if we had any wine. We do. What was I supposed to say? You just lie. Like you... Ugh, never mind. Mr. Nelson putters along in evening rush hour traffic. On the passenger seat, his cell phone timer is at nine minutes and falling. A police car sidles up next to Mr. Nelson. Mr. Nelson pulls the car into an alley and takes a gun from under his seat. He wraps it in a bowling shirt that reads Norman and walks back to the trunk. What, Norman? I'm running out of air. This trunk is 18 cubic feet. It has 27 minutes of oxygen. You have plenty of air. How do you know that? Who puts a man in a trunk without knowing how much oxygen it holds? So you're, you're not so you're not gonna kill me? It depends. On what? We're not at that part yet. We're at the trunk part. Now shut up. Mr. Nelson resets the timer on his phone. Back in the casino, Dr. Black makes a call. Yes, I would like to put a temporary freeze on my account. I lost my card, but I think I know where it is, so please just don't let anyone use it for 12 hours. In the sports book, Dr. Black eats free salad bar crackers as she watches a horse race, a single ticket in front of her. Yes, hello? I found my card. It was in my... It was... I found it, so... Please let me use it, because everything's okay now. Please? Please? Noise? 
noise. Why? I'd like to speak to a manager. Now. Now. Ben, Charlie, and his new friend Kyle play cards at the kitchen table. War! One, One, two, two, three, war! war. Charlie, buddy, you finish for me. Ben answers the door. It's Aletha's husband, Jake. I'm Kyle's dad. Oh, nice to meet you. I'm Ben, Charlie's dad. Hey, here's a lot of homework and... uh... Kyle, let's get your stuff. Get you home, okay? Right, um... We didn't know when Aletha was going to be back to pick him up, so we just kind of hung out. Yeah, that sounds like her. Bye, Charlie. Bye, Charlie's dad. See you tomorrow. He's a great kid. He's welcome here anytime. Have a good night. What's his problem? I don't know, buddy. But I know your problem. And it's war! War! In the morning, Ben walks into the kitchen and starts coffee. Half asleep, he looks out the back window. Holy shit. The entire backyard has been ripped to shreds. 